Dear Lord, forgive my podcast listeners, for they have sinned. Wait a minute, what? Wait, what What was that? Why am I putting that on you guys? No, 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 no. Dear Lord, pat my podcast listeners on the back for being here and being dedicated and all that good stuff. Wow, sorry, guilt trip. Um, but let's let's work through that. Uh, what a show we have today. We got a little bit of the funny, a little bit of the ridiculous, and a little bit of the serious. Yeah, that's right. I, I know I talked recently about the Casey Anthony murder trial. And today, I, you know, we all know the verdict came in recently, and, and we've let it stew for a little bit. And I've been thinking a lot about the justice system and how I kind of feel it's a bit out of whack. And, and so we're going to get into that. It's a little more serious. Hope you have the patience for it. See what you think. It's just me throwing ideas around. But we're going to have the funny, too. Wait till you hear what my dad used to make me do every summer. Okay? Not pretty. It hurt me a lot. You're going to laugh. Barbecue Eddie's going to be here. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, jerky. Yeah, right. Beef jerky. Um, we're going to be getting into food guilt, things you eat that you feel guilty about, and marshmallows. It's nice and soft right here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Talk to your father about it. That's his problem. Hey, boys, daddy's home. I think every dad did something to their kid at some point in time, you know, whether by accident or on purpose. We've all got experiences. We're like, why did my father do that? What was he thinking? Is he insane? Does he, uh, what, does he even care about me? Does he love me? What did he do that for? Well, here's something I'll never forgive my old man for, and this is just, this still, I still bear the scars of this little incident. When I was a kid, for whatever reason, my dad used to dress me up in a Tinkerbell costume and make me run into my neighbor's bug light. You know those lights, the the purple, black lights that bugs fly into them and get electrocuted and zapped? Yeah, that was my dad's idea of entertainment on a Saturday night. Son? Yeah? Go put the Tinkerbell costume on. Oh, no, not again. I said put it on. No, I'm not. You'll put that Tinkerbell costume on if you knew what's good for you, little fella. Come on, Dad, no. Put it on, Tinkerbell. Okay, I'm putting on the Tinkerbell costume. All right, let's go outside. No, 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 no. Dad. Come on, you know where we're going with this. Yeah, I do. Shut up. Dad. Quiet. 
No, Dad. Shut your gob hole, little fella. Tinkerbell gonna fly tonight, by God. There we go, outside. There's the bug light. Dark. Moths and butterflies and mosquitoes. Zap, zap, zap. You've got your marching orders. Go! You'd give me a little push in the back there, right between my shoulder blades. Go, Tinkerbell, go! I'd be screaming as I run. Ah! I'd come back to him. I'm smoking. My Tinkerbell wings are all crispy and fried. Smoke coming off of them. My little curly slippers are all melting and smoking. Can I go to bed now, Daddy? Hell no, you're going to do it again. Yeah, yeah I'm not forgiving. If you're listening, Dad, forget it. I ain't, forg- I ain't forgiving you. And let's not even talk about the time you dressed me as Mickey Mouse and maybe run across a nine-lane highway. Okay. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. All right. Speaking of the highway, how about the Highway of Justice? It's been a few weeks now since uh, we got the whole, uh, you know, verdict. In the Casey Anthony trial, everything's kind of settled down a bit, sort of. Maybe emotions still run high, but, uh, you know, I wanted to see uh, what people thought about that. Um, You know, you kind of look at it all and and you wonder about the judicial system. When we live in a world where, you know, people can lose their lives... And the people that are uh, on trial don't even have to get up on the stand and be questioned. Um, And then you get these verdicts back where, you know, they're very questionable, like the OJ verdict or this one, the Casey Anthony verdict, where things just don't make sense. And you you get these uh, these defense lawyers that you know I don't know necessarily if they're up there arguing the case or they're up there going look all we gotta do man is confuse the hell out of people okay we throw around contaminated DNA evidence we throw around uh, we implicate the father as a sex pervert we. Uh, we throw them off this way. We just throw so much stupid stuff into the mill that the average person who's uh, who's sequestered, who doesn't uh, have access to uh, all the media breakdown and all the information that the rest of us have, as a juror, all you get is what the defense and the prosecution present to you. And I don't know. I guess maybe like a lot of you, I'm betting, thought that Casey Anthony was going to get nailed with a murder rap. Um, just because it's just, you know, if there's one thing you kind of know in life, if you're a mother and the court proved she was a very loving mother, very attentive mother, 
What kind of mother doesn't report her baby missing for 30 days and goes out partying and getting tattoos and making up stories to her parents and to her friends that the kid's here, the kid's there, that the nanny took her? And and then comes up with this cockamamie story that the kid drowned, but yet she never told anyone about it. I mean, you know, I'm not going to run through all the facts of the case, but the, the bigger part of this story is how do we feel about our justice system, man? Do we feel it's like a justice system or do we feel like, I don't know, do we feel like it? it's a... It's a system where you can pay experts to bullshit so much that you'll confuse a jury into not knowing how to really deal with the story and separate the facts and the fiction. And look, hey, if you're the one that gets off the hook, good for you. But it just seems crooked. It just seems like a crooked system to me. It seems like there should be some rules of etiquette that that, that, that there's there's certain rules that, that the court has to follow where just if you see that a case is blatantly being kind of thrown, people throwing crap at the wall to see if it'll stick, that they, they should stop that. I mean, doesn't it bother you that O.J. Simpson got away with it? and is out golfing every day, and a beautiful young woman and a beautiful young man had their throat slit open, and they laid on the ground while the blood gurgled out of their throats and their lives slowly expired. And this guy, uh, you know, takes off in his Bronco and writes an apology note and disappears to Chicago with cuts on his hands and... Yada, yada, yada. And Johnny Cochran walks in and throws all this DNA mumbo-jumbo at the wall and confuses everybody and raises questions. I don't know. It's a little bit sad. If you can hear it in my voice, I'm a little bit sad. I, I can't try Casey Anthony. I can't try OJ. You know... None of us will ever know if they're innocent and guilty. But sometimes you follow logic, you follow your heart, and it doesn't mean it's right. But I guess on this one, watching it and watching the OJ one years ago, I just call me a bad guy, but I reached my conclusions. And it makes me sad that other people are dead, and the people that I think probably did it are out footloose and fancy free because they hired some guy who's good at uh, BSing and mixing everyone up. And that just seems like a cheap excuse to let someone off the hook for taking another human being's life. Hey man, how'd you get off a death row? Well, I had this guy, right? He cost half a million dollars, but I mean, he could just talk to talk and walk to walk. He could sell a used car, car uh, guy a, a used car. I mean, this guy was just, you know, okay, good for you, I guess. Have a great golf game, and I'll be at the grave of the people you killed 
putting flowers down. Sorry they couldn't tee off with you because, uh, you know, don't forget, you slashed their throats and you put them in a bag and threw them in a swamp. But And I know it's tough. We're a country that's built on the law and following the rule of law and blah, 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 and I have no right to convict them, but I don't know. I have the right to voice my opinion and say I think the whole system is shady and crooked and I don't know. It just seems odd that 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 in this world where it seems like human beings are getting better and better at scamming and looking for loopholes and realizing what they can get away with under the constitution I mean, look at the uh, look at the white collar criminals, the guys from Enron and the oil companies and and the banks and the Freddie May and Bernie Mac and you know all these big people, uh, you know the Bernie Madoffs of the world. They just figure out ways to use smoke and mirrors and lies and maneuvering and manipulations to get what they want to step over people, to ruin lives. And I feel like, you know, these lawyers, they're more interested in the payday at the end of the rainbow. If we can get this chick off, my career is made. And the gloating and the bragging rights, and, you know, I don't know. I just keep going back to a very, very suspicious mother and a dead kid who had no chance to defend herself. No BS to save her life. Where where was the uh, big fat lawyer to help her then when uh, mommy was stuffing her in the trunk, possibly? It's tough. It's tough to walk this line. It's tough to walk this tightrope because, you know, part of me goes, hey, this is good. This is what the, makes the country great. This is what... but." There's a deceitfulness that's creeping into the legal system where in the old days I felt like you had a you know a guy like Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. You know, you had a guy with integrity with a white suit and a black tie and a briefcase, and he'd walk in and he'd be like, Your Honor, here's the research I've done. Here's the facts. Here's what I believe happened. Blah, 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 blah. And boom, boom, boom. And you felt like maybe that the, you know, defense lawyers had just as much integrity and and stayed within the guidelines as the laws, the prosecution. But now even the prosecution, you know, maybe they're guilty of it, too. It just feels like it's a big, let's see who can bullshit the jury the most. Let's see who can trip them up. Let's see who can mind fuck them. Let's see who can manipulate them. Who cares about the facts? If I need to uh, point to the father that maybe the father molested the kid or, boy, that father had a roll of duct tape for 20 years. Uh, Remember 30 years ago he buried the cat in the backyard and he used some duct tape. Why would, how does he know how to bury stuff? He must know how to use a shovel. He buried a pet. Maybe he did it. There's no way the daughter could have done it who didn't report her own kid missing for 30 days and was off partying and lied to the police and everyone else. Let's not focus on that. 
Oh, gosh. So I'm a little down on the system. You know, you're probably sitting there going, well, it sounds like you already prejudged her and you wanted her to be guilty. And you know what? No, but each and every one of us draws our own conclusions based on what we see. And we all have our own levels of logic, and we all have our own levels of what we perceive to be the truth and what we perceive to be important and blah, blah, blah. And in this case, I have to be honest, I was kind of thinking that Casey Anthony killed her kid or had something to do with it. It's just all too suspicious. So, again, I can't be the judge and jury. All I can say is that I am a little bummed about our system because I, I think it's it's not up to par with what it would should be. I don't think I don't think the level of integrity in the legal system is right up where it should be. You get all the backroom deals and this and that, and it it just feels like there's too many ways to manipulate the system. And for that reason, a lot of things that shouldn't be happening to keep this country strong, to keep this country just, is kind of crumbling by the wayside. And all this bad stuff is seeping through at the edges and uh, compromising our legal system. So there you go. That's my long, drawn-out, you know, take on that. And uh, it's it's uh, it's sad, but wherever that little girl is, that two-year-old girl, uh, I hope she's in a better place. God bless her. She's the only one outside of whoever did it to her who knows what really happened. And sadly, we have to leave it there. Oh. Well, let's get on to something more fun. Come on. just These are just food, uh, you know, food for thought, uh, opinions expressed, ideas exchanged. And uh, let's just hope uh, it, it gets better. And um, as we go along here, as the world progresses, as society advances, hopefully, quote, air quotes, advances, that the integrity of our society and its legal system can rise above the fray. End of statement. Thank you, Your Honor. This is Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. Star of India. Hey, how's it going, man? Sorry? How's it going? Good. Awesome. It's uh, Eddie calling. Mm-hmm. Just gonna see if maybe you wanted to grab a beer later or something or What what the what the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Hey, it's Harlan Williams, and you're riding on the Harlan Highway with me. We got any uh, jerky fans out there? Beef jerky. I had chicken jerky the other day. We got teriyaki jerky. Oh, give me the teriyaki jerky. Yeah, I like that. I bet we got some truck drivers listening right now or chewing on a big chunk of dried buffalo meat. 
they kind of sell it like candy now, don't they? They market it. It's up there with the chips and the jelly beans and the chocolate bars. And when you think about it, it's really uh, like a bunch of dried flesh, bloody old meat that's been hung out to dry and smoked and cured with salt and chemicals. It's kind of weird, man. I wonder what they got in other countries. Yeah, man, give me some hippopotamus jerky, man. I don't know. I think that was a Jamaican guy in Africa. I, I don't know my African accent, so I just... Yeah, man, give me some giraffe jerky, man. And give me some zebra jerky and some bamboo jerky, man. Down in uh, Australia. G'day, mate. Give me a little bit of that uh, duckbill platypus jerky. And I'll have a little dingo jerky. And give me some koala jerky. You're not wrong. I wonder if you eat too much jerky, you become a jerk. Wait a minute. Is that that, that what happened to me? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm from Scotland. Give me some of that Loch Ness Monster jerky, lad. Come on, get on with it. Hurry up and dry the sea serpent. Give me some of that delicious Loch Ness Monster jerky. Oh, aye, lad. Yeah. Wonder if Hannibal Lecter made jerky. Mmm. How about a nice piece of Clarice jerky? How about a piece of sweet Clarice jerky? Oh, oh, wait, is that, is that Clarice Junkie? Uh, yeah, creepy. Um, very, very creepy. Are you one of these people that uh, eat a lot of meat, though? You always, you ever get worried about that? I met I met a person the other day who I'm not even kidding. I was at a barbecue and I was talking to this girl and she goes, "I'm a vegetarian." I go, "Oh, cool." And I go, "What's like what's your favorite restaurant?" She goes, "McDonald's." And I go, "Wait, what?" She goes, "Yeah, I can eat two Big Macs in one sitting." Um, okay, but you just said you're a vegetarian. Well, I eat um McDonald's. Okay, do you eat chicken? Yeah, I I do eat chicken. So you're not really a vegetarian. Okay, I guess I'm not, I guess. It's weird, people. You ever get people making weird statements and they're completely not true? They just say stuff like that? They're, they're, They're like... Maybe they think they'll get brownie points if they're a certain uh, certain thing. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people do that with their politics. You know, they suss out a, uh, a group of people. They go, hmm, I bet those people are uh, Democrats. So uh, if anyone asks me, oh, yeah, I'm a Democrat, man. I love the Democrats. Or you're at a party. It's like, looks like a pretty tight crowd here. Yeah, I'm a Republican. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. Yep, right to the core, man. Are you guilty of that? Do you do that? Do you become things because it's easier to do? It helps you fit in better with the crowd? 
or are you just like unsure of yourself? Are you uh, insecure to stand up for what you believe in uh, and let your opinions be heard? Let let who you are and what you want shine through. Or are you easily swayed by the pack mentality? Um, I don't know. I got off topic a little, though. I was talking about meat. But think about what I just said. But meat... Are you one of these people that uh, that uh, feels guilty about eating meat, right? I mean, we live in a society where we love meat. Everything is meat. But yet after you eat it, you feel like, oh, God, I'm hearing all those people talking about how it's going to sit in my stomach for seven months and it's lining my colon and, oh, I can feel the cancer growing in my scrotum already i can just oh i can feel the stomach cancer welling up inside me you know you you got that meat guilt and then again i guess it's with everything right oh how many coffees have you had today four oh cancer yeah sorry what yeah sorry cancer what do you mean cancer yeah, four coffees, yeah. How many did you have yesterday? I don't know, four. Ooh, ooh leukemia, leukemia. What? Yeah, mm-hmm, leukemia, yeah. So I saw it on the news, yeah. What about you drinking that glass of wine? What about it? Um, tumor. What? Tumor? No, w- w- what are you saying? Tumor. Checkmate, biatch. I mean, it's just like, hey, man, what, what what's going on with you? What, what do you mean, man? I saw you drinking a can of Coke. Yeah. Well, don't you know, man? What? Um, like cancer tumors and blood cancer. What? Yeah, man, you can't. What? Well, what should I have, a water? Yeah, water. Okay, I'm drinking a water. Wait a minute, where's that water from? The tap? Oh, Leukemia, leukemia, um, bowel cancer, sorry. What? Oh, just give me some, give me some kangaroo jerky, mate. I'll just eat me some koala jerky and call it a day, eh? Speaking of jerky, how about some barbecue? This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. How's it going, man? Hey, who is this? Oh, uh, it's Eddie. Who? Eddie? Eddie who? Oh, uh, Eddie from the hardware store, man. I was going to see if you wanted to grab a beer later or something, or... Uh, man, I think you got the wrong number. Whoa. I just <laughs> wanted to have a beer or something. Sorry, man. Okay. Well, wait, wait, what the the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Oh, the barbecue. Have you done the roast the marshmallows thing yet, folks, on the barbecue lately or the campfire? Um, Have you ever noticed how easily those things blow up and catch on fire? And most of us don't like burnt food. How many of you, by a show of hands, will eat a burnt steak or burnt toast or a burnt pork chop or burnt spaghetti 
Not many. Most people don't like the burnt experience. But for some reason, what do we love burnt? Marshmallows, right? Some people don't even roast them. Some people put them over and they just, you know, they brown them. You know, they meticulously slowly rotate them. Oh, look at that. That uh, rich uh, brown, ooh, just perfectly done. Takes about five, six minutes, and then pop it in your mouth. And then other people are just like, screw that. (laughs) Pull it up. The thing's on fire. Right? It looks like they're holding a torch. Those old... uh, Hercules movies where they're walking through caves and they've got a they're holding the torch or the, the years before there were flashlights <laughs> people would walk around with with lit torches in the underground that's what the burnt marshmallows look like on a stick I'm afraid we shouldn't go any further Hercules I'm afraid the seven-headed serpent looks just around the corner well, if we're not going anywhere, let's eat the damn marshmallow torches. Excellent idea, muscled membrane face. What? I wonder if that's how fire eating got started. Because think about it. Who is the first dumbass, right, to become a fire eater? Mm, let's see. I'm not scoring with the girls. These new shoes didn't work out. Mm, my new haircut's not working. Uh... This bicycle's kind of nerdy. Wait a minute. What if I ate some fire? That'll attract the babes. You there with that campfire. Let me eat it. Oh, my God, he ate fire. Pull down your pants and let's have sex. Right, so maybe the, uh, the catalyst for fire eaters was the old burning marshmallow. Because there it is on the end of a stick. It's round. It's burning like the Statue of Liberty's torch. And you put it up and you open your mouth and you slam it in and close your mouth around it. Right? And some guy probably went, wow, wait a minute. This burning marshmallow actually tastes delicious. What if I lit a rag on fire covered with kerosene? Let me try that delicious treat. It'll burn longer than a marshmallow and be like a bigger, better, longer-lasting meal. All right. I mean, isn't it bad enough when we burn the roof of our mouth with a hot pizza slice? And here's these idiots shoving, like, lit bowling pins in their throats. Oh, it's a wacky world. It's a wacky world, but that's why we love it. And that's why we do the Harland Highway, so we can comment on the wacky world and the serious world. And my whole run about the murder stuff, it's its just an example of how the world is wacky, but in a more serious tone. Because like I said, that whole system to me is a little out of whack. It's wacky. And so I share with you serious opinions. I share with you comical opinions. That's what it's all about right here on the Harland Highway. And the last opinion I have to share with you, sadly, is that we are at the end of the show. The marshmallow has burnt out. The flaming marshmallow has exhausted itself. And so we come to the end of the show, unfortunately. Unfortunately. 
fortunately say I. But before we go, I want to thank you for being here, as always. It's great having you. Tell your friends about the Harlan Highway. Spread the merriment around. Um, don't forget, brand new t-shirts in the harlanwilliams.com store, unless they're gone already. I put a whole bunch up there. They might be gone. They go fast. Just letting you know, because people get mad when I don't say anything about it. So I'm saying something. Um, and don't forget, if you're in the L.A. area, Tuesday, the 19th of this month, which is tomorrow, Unless you're listening to it today, the show today, and then it's today. And if you're listening to it as a repeat, then you've already missed it. So pick pick one of the three. But just so we're clear, July 19th, Tuesday, I will be performing at Largo, a cool alt comedy club, I believe, on La Cienega here in Hollywood, California. Don't forget to visit uh, harlowilliams.com. Check out the stand-up schedule. Check out the uh, merchandise store. And be sure to check out uh, stitcher.com where you can get a free app that will allow you to download and subscribe to the Harland Highway on your cell phone apparatus. Apparatus. My little Greek son named Apparatus. Yes, Papa. Shut up, Apparatus. Yes, Papa. Um, So there we go. We go out with some Greek name stuff. And maybe it's a good thing we're going out. Be good. Be just. Try and tell the truth. And uh, that's it. I got to go. So until next time, my friends. Chicken. Chow mein, baby. Shut your gob hole, little fella. Tinkerbell gonna fly tonight, by God!